Hello everybody. I'd like to share with you today from the beginning of Psalm 9, which says, I will praise you, O Lord, with all my heart. I will tell of all your wonders. I will be glad and rejoice in you. I will sing praise to your name, O Most High. I would just like to encourage you all to keep the scripture in mind this morning as we think about the tithes and offerings that we bring. There are many ways that we can praise God with our voices, with our worship, with instruments, with our words. But one of the ways that we are called um, to worship God as Christians is with our finances. So let's give out of thankful and joyful hearts today. I know this is a very difficult time for a lot of people and it's easy to think about the things that we don't have or the things that we can't do. But let's meditate on God's goodness. There are so many things that he's done for us and most importantly, he's a good father and he loves us and he will look after us and see us through this difficult time. God bless you. Good morning. It's a privilege for us to uh, have you this morning. It's amazing to uh, spend time with God and uh, we trust that this morning God will really speak to you. Uh, let's just pray together. Father, we thank you for your presence in our lives. Thank you that this morning we can consecrate ourselves, our families and Father God, even our neighborhood to you. We love you, Jesus. We ask that you will take hold of our lives and that you will use us as empty vessels to your throne in Jesus name. Amen. Yeah. So this morning I want to talk about fasting. Um, and this week coming, we will fast from Monday to Wednesday. Uh, we have our annual global prayer and fast together with all the other shofar churches. And uh, I trust that you will be able to join us and that this will be an awesome time of consecration unto God. It's um, important to note that even though we abstain from food, we make sure to at least drink water. So uh, please uh, don't refrain from drinking water uh, because that would really make life difficult for you. Uh, I actually had a student um, in our church previously that um, that came to me on the Tuesday. Now normally the second day is, is the most difficult for those who uh, have done fasts will tell you the first day is kind of getting into it and it's it's hard but it's um, the next morning when you get up and it's really difficult to get even out of bed because your joints are aching um, and that's when uh, it's really difficult and she came to me and she said listen you know I uh, I just struggle because my mouth is so dry and I said listen <laughs> please um, make sure to drink water she said oh so can I drink water and I realized I never communicated that so uh, please make sure to drink some water three days of water uh, drinking water um, this is a time of consecration unto God and we trust that God will speak to us uh, I'm going to talk about why it's so important to uh, to fast and uh, it's going to help you during this time as well so in the months of March and April, I want to encourage you to also join us. We're going to talk uh, about Acts, uh, the Church of Acts, and we're going to go through the chapters. But um, 
you know, just touch on certain aspects of uh, the book of Acts. And uh, we trust that God is going to prepare us for what is about to happen in His church in the coming months. We trust for the harvest. We trust that God will really uh, reveal Himself to uh, mankind and that this will be a time that mighty manifestations of God will happen. So, uh, so we are busy preparing ourselves and um, trying to align ourselves with um, the book of Acts and, um, and the first church. And so please join us. Um, it's actually an awesome time to, to fast um, and to consecrate ourselves. Uh, because if you look at what's happening worldwide at this moment, there's so many lies being spread. You know, if you even look at the mainline uh, news media, it's difficult to believe anything. Um, it's difficult to to actually navigate yourself through all of the truths that is uh, laid before you. And um, and when I look at this situation, it's actually a perfect setup for the church to thrive again because the church do have the truth. And living in the Word of God, we have the ultimate truth. And, uh, and so my expectation, I know together with so many other spiritual leaders all over the world, is that God is going to reveal Himself mightily in the months to come because people are desperate to hear the truth. People are desperate to figure out what is life really about if our politicians our leaders the people that we are supposed to trust uh, telling so many lies uh, then what should we believe and um, and this bring us back to you know only a sovereign um, being that is well beyond our capability as humankind uh, can save us uh, so people are asking the hard questions to themselves. So while fasting, we are really trusting God for the harvest to come in, for people to get to the revelation of Christ, but also to restore their relationship with God, uh, because that is ultimately uh, what will set people free. So um, my question to you this morning is, do you want to trust God for more? Uh, I certainly want to trust Him for more. This is uh, not it. There's so much more that I want to push in and discover. And I was listening last night just on some of the scientists that are busy uh, working on um, the investigation on Mars just to, to discover that, you know, at this stage, there's an expectation that there might be life that was on Mars before um, and that um, there will be proof of that. And uh, there's such an excitement you know within the scientific community that there might be life beyond earth and just listening to them i i, I was just thinking it is it not amazing that um, we as humans are busy discovering the vast intelligence of god that is so amazing so huge and um, and yet you know the questions must come you know is there a god and I, I believe that, you know, within ourselves, within humankind, there's this desire to, to, to just yield ourselves to God the Father. And, um, and I believe that months to come that will happen. But sometimes we go through life and we just need that final punch to, to see breakthrough in our lives, to experience the fullness 
um, of what God wants for us. We try to discover things that we don't understand. And this morning I want to say to you, whenever that happens to us, the best place to discover God and to draw deeper and um, in God is to fast, to set time apart, to dedicate yourself, to consecrate yourself to the will of God and to speak to Him with an expectation that He will respond to you. So maybe you are here this morning and you feel that in your workplace you need breakthrough, your family life, maybe even your finances, your relationships, maybe the calling upon your life. Um, maybe you're discovering it and you're asking God, God, please reveal yourself to, to me. And fasting, there's always for me a, a direct correlation when I read the men of God in the word. Um, there's a direct correlation with breakthrough in God and understanding God better and God's ways in one's life when you start to fast. And... And so, you know, you will see that the, the giants in the faith, you know, even living today, uh, will always turn back to fasting whenever they want to discover God more. Exodus chapter 17 verse 11 says, Whenever Moses held up his hand, Israel prevailed. And whenever he lowered his hand, Amalek prevailed. And so there is definitely a, also a correlation between actions between things that happens in the natural that we do and whatever happens in the spiritual realm so this picture was moses and whenever he lifted his hands there was this mighty um, confidence and faith and uh, breakthrough that we saw in israel's victories over their enemies uh, and when he lowered his hands there was um, a retreat from israel's side and so I want to just say to you this morning that, you know, whenever we do certain practical things in the physical realm, in obedience to God, there is spiritual connotations and spiritual ramifications even um, that uh, we experience. And so with fasting, it's the same. Whenever we fast, we consecrate ourselves to God and we see certain things happen in the spiritual realm. Hebrews chapter 1 Verse 14 says, Are they not all ministering spirits sent out to serve for the sake of those who are to inherit salvation? Um, maybe uh, verse 7 as well. Of angels, he says, he makes his angels winds and his ministers a flame of fire. A beautiful picture of you know, God releasing his angels toward uh, the people that are obedient to him. The people that are willing to submit themselves and commit themselves to the cause um, of his kingdom. And so in the modern church, we see too much where people are living according to their emotions and even their intellect. And it's a lot more even than we've seen in past ages, um, where these days, you know, victimhood is such a, a big um, concern. You know, everyone that screams the hardest on, on their devastation um, gets the attention. And it's a harsh statement to make, but what I can tell you, it keeps us in victimhood. <laughs> Whenever we, um, we, we celebrate victimhood in our lives, we will not be able to get the victory. And so God releases His angelic forces to see us to go even beyond the supernatural um, or the natural into the supernatural 
whenever we are obedient to Him, whenever we are willing to become conquerors and not the victims that um, our circumstances dictate over us. So by praying, I don't need to show my feelings because God knows my heart. God knows what's going on in my life. And there are times when, when God wants physical action from us in order to see our love toward Him. And for me, it's the same with my wife, with my children. If I really want to show that I love them, I must commit myself to some action. I must be there. I must be involved in their lives. I must commit myself to be at their events, at their school um, uh, commitments. You know, it's, it's whenever I you know, show interest in whatever they do that, um, that they feel love, that they feel that I will be there for them. And so, you know, I, uh, I know that God feels the same. Whenever we do certain physical actions toward God in obedience to what He says to us, we experience Him coming closer to us as well. So it's, uh, it's foolish to worship angels, but it's also foolish to ignore that God released angels on our behalf. The greater the battle, the more God will give us the equipment and the support to win the battle. And so for, for some of you, maybe the word today is that um, that amazing calling that you have upon your life, that amazing dream and you know, um, calling that God has already shown you in, in dreams, in visions, and you know, even in, through other people for your life. Just know the greater the vision, the more God will give the provision to support you to get there. Because what a general will release his soldiers to go to battle if he does not give them the equipment to win the battle. And so for us, we can know that God's support is there. And one of those are to fast, to pray and to trust him to show us the support, to show us uh, the means um, in order to, uh, to overcome our enemies. And so uh, there's not a war between God and Satan. And, and, and we must just be clear on that because God can sort out, the Bible says, by the wink of his finger, he can um, push Satan out of heaven. And so, you know, if that is the truth, we know that there's a battle between angels and demons and um, we know that there's a spiritual world around us that needs um, to, uh, to also come to our attention because it's not just the physical that we see every day. But God releases the spiritual climate around us so that we will be able to overcome uh, anything that is coming against us. Daniel 10 verse 3 is such an example. I ate no delicacies, no meat or wine entered my mouth, nor did I anoint myself at all for the full three weeks, a time of dedication in which Daniel were obedient to abstain from certain things in order to get the spiritual climate, the spiritual realm um, in order. Daniel 10 verse 10 then to 13. And behold, a hand touched me and set me trembling on my hands and knees, and he said to me, O Daniel, man greatly loved, understand the words that I speak to you and stand upright, for now I have been sent to you. And when he had spoken this word to me, I stood up trembling. Then he said to me, Fear not, Daniel, 
For from the first day that you set your heart to understand and humble yourself before God in consecration and obedience, your words have been heard, and I have come because of your words. The prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me twenty-one days, but Michael, one of the chief priests, come to help me, for I was left there with the king of Persia. So delicacies is pleasant things in our lives and things that um, we know so much about, especially in this um, uh, COVID-19 lockdown time. Uh, It's things that are desirable, things that we love and things that um, entice us to eat more, you know, to to indulge. And so so for for Daniel, it was a time to abstain from these things in order to get the attention of God, in order for himself to align him to uh, to experience God. And so there is definitely a difference between the love of God and the favor of God upon our lives. Uh, we are all loved and we all experience a certain amount of favor. Um, but the more we are faithful um, in sacrifice and obedience toward God, we see that anointing, that favor upon our lives to grow. And it is initially given in a very small amount. But the more we are faithful, God release more to us so that we will find more favor um, not just in the spiritual realm, but even among people around us. And so there's spiritual keys to, to fasting that I want to talk to you about this morning that I trust that you will prepare your heart and align your heart toward this week uh, as we, uh, we fast and pray um, so that you can be aligned to what God wants to say. The first one is you must prepare spiritually for a fast now you don't have a lot of time it's today and uh, tomorrow it's only today because tomorrow we will be starting to to do the fast but at least you can ask God some some very serious questions today Uh, even while we are now um, sitting under the word I want you to actually go and write down a few things Um, that God will reveal to you concerning the fast and aligning your heart toward expectation in what he's going to do. Because God invites you to come out of the routine to focus on him. I know most of us will be working, we'll be um, sitting at our job and it's going to be difficult to think of that hunger pains. But it's a time of consecration where you and I come out of the routine and and at least whenever we have the time, set time apart to speak to Him. And when that hunger pains come, we will be allowed to to just enter into time well spent with Him. Because God is telling you to do so. And, um, And it is a supernatural spiritual preparation to hear from Him. Because He has called you. Because He has asked you to come into a time of consecration, He will speak to you. And so it's a time of self-examination. It's a time to wash yourself, to cleanse yourself. Listen to 2 Corinthians 7 verse 1. It says, Since we have these promises, beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from every defilement of body and spirit, bringing holiness to completion in the fear of God. 
it's a time of cleansing it's a time where you're going to actually um, abstain from food but you're going to allow yourself to ask yourself this, the serious questions about God is my life in order with you um, the reason why our prayers are not always answered is because of the filthiness in our hearts and so Isaiah 1 verse 15 and 16 says when you spread out your hands I will hide my eyes from you even though you make many prayers I will not listen God will not listen when our hearts are full of filth. And so a time like this when we consecrate ourselves to God and we fast and we pray and we just put our attention on Him, He's going to show us if there's anything that's standing between us and Him. Listen to the rest. Your hands are full of blood. Verse 16. Wash yourselves. Make yourselves clean. Remove the evil of your deeds from before my eyes. Seize to do evil Isaiah 52:11 Depart depart go out from there touch no unclean thing go out from the midst of her purify yourselves you bear the vessels of the God, of God Be freshly cleansed the word of God is like water over a dirty body it washes us so spend time in the word make sure to to ask God to to put that mirror of the word before you and while you are looking into the mirror you can reflect and say God my life is not representing that which you are expecting me to live by um, you need to use the word while fasting to cleanse you and so Psalm 119 verse 9 says how can a young man keep his way pure by guarding it according to your word I picked up things stuff and I need to get rid of it. Um, I'm busy doing this course with um, the guys from the turning at this moment of um, of just discovering your your calling and you know your your dreams and purposes. And it's uh, just an amazing time for me because you know many of those things I've discovered in my life already, and I've you know asked God so many questions about that when I was already a small boy, but. You know, the most blessed thing of this course is the time spent with God. The fact that I must put time aside to go and inquire from Him, to go and ask Him, God, am I on track? Am I doing the things that is, um, you know, on your heart? And so, you know, all of us miss the mark somewhere. All of us have shame and guilt in our lives, sorrow and pain. And we need to bring it before God in a time of consecration so that... Um, God can come and remove all the unhealthy burdens that we are carrying uh, to take off the old mantle and to put on the new and so my biggest challenge is always for myself is to discover God when last did you uh, pour your anointing upon me and I saw it physically manifesting in my circumstances because I can't have testimonies of 10 and 20 years ago I must have testimonies of yesterday today even the last hour if I can't tell people about the goodness of God and the faithfulness of God and even the manifestation of God in my life within the last day weeks hours it's not fresh and so a freshness of the anointing 
means that you and I will have to go back to God and, and, and ask Him for more. Ask Him to reveal Himself uh, in a greater way in our lives. Secondly, we must make sure our motives are right whenever we fast. So Matthew 6 verse 16 to 18 says, Moreover, when you fast, be not as the hypocrites of a sad countenance, for they disfigure their faces that they may appear unto men to fast. But thou, when thou fastest, anoint thine head, that thou appear not unto men to fast, but unto thy father. Don't fast to diet. <laughs> you know, I actually <laughs> said the whole week to um, my wife and kids, I'm actually looking forward to the fast because it's going to allow me to, um, to get rid of some um, excess um, uh, fat <laughs> in my life. Um, and, uh, and sometimes, you know, we we see that the motivation is not right whenever we fast. It's not wrong to expect some kilos to, um, to disappear during fasting. That's going to happen. <laughs> but that must not be our motivation. Don't try to twist God's arm through fasting. God, I want to see breakthrough and I'm trusting you to, uh, to come through for me. And that's why I'm fasting. Because I want to force your hand to fulfill um, your promises to me. To, uh, to fulfill even my uh, 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 um, will uh, in my life. And um, it's, it's rather a motivation of waiting upon God to hear His heart for me. His will for my life. Second Samuel 12 verse 22 to 23 he said, while the child was still alive, I fasted and wept. This is David. For I said, who knows whether the Lord will be gracious to me, that the child might live. But now he's dead. Why should I fast? Can I break, bring him back again? I shall go to him, but he will not return to me. Um, David, understanding that still God is in control. You know, you can fast to, to ask God to reveal himself to you, to reveal his will and to, um, to, to, to clean your own heart, to consecrate yourself unto him. But you can't force him to, uh, to fulfill your dreams and purposes. Isaiah 58 verse 3. Behold, in the day of your fast, you seek your own pleasure. Um, and we should not do so. The aim is to spend time with God. You need to make time to pray. You can't just fast and sacrifice and make life difficult for yourself and think that because you've done so for three days, you know, certainly God is with you. <laughs> the idea is to spend time with Him, to set time apart to pray. So rather than, you know, watching TV and spending time in, um, in, in trying to get the time to pass just so that you can get back to normal again. Uh, spend time in prayer. It's, uh, it's beautiful to see how God reveals Himself to you in prayer, even more like in normal circumstances. The focus of our fast um, should be to lose the bonds of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to set the oppressed free, 
to destroy every yoke that comes against us. And there's certain things that you need breakthrough for and you're going to ask God to reveal it to you. Um, Isaiah 58 verse 6 says, It's not this, the fast that I choose to lose the bonds of wickedness, to undo the straps of the yoke, to let the oppressed go free and to break every yoke. 1 John 3 verse 8 Whoever makes a practice of sinning is of the devil, for the devil has been sinning from the beginning. The reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the works of the devil. And so Jesus was manifested to destroy the works of the evil. And so through fasting and prayer, we need to seek out the ways in which the works of the devil is manifesting itself in and through our lives and even in our community. And we must ask ourselves the question, God, my circumstances, my neighborhood, the people that I'm living among, am I changing their lives? Am I destroying the yokes in, in my life, but also in their lives because of my presence, because I've got you in my life and I can trust you for breakthrough. And so for some of us, it, it, it will be a time when you're going to pray for your neighborhood and you're going to trust God for every oppressed person that you see walking past every day, that God is going to reveal his heart to you for them. Um, are your community better off because you are there? Are your community um, yoke free because you are there? Be if not, then it's time to pray, to fast, to trust Him um, for, for breakthrough, to take away that yoke. And sometimes it means just fasting for somebody else, not just for your own breakthroughs. Number three, you must determine what kind of fast and for how long you will fast. Now, in this case, luckily, uh, we know we're going to fast for three days. We know what we're going to fast for. And I'll give you some more uh, detail at the end of this um, sermon. But um, it's either a public fast or a private fast. In this case, it's going to be a public fast. Um, and you need to even go and write down the, the, the goals for your fast. You must go and write down, you know, how you're going to go about in the three days to, uh, to spend time with God. And we'll be um, speaking about that at the end as well. It's for a specific purpose, a set goal we want to accomplish. And so that's why if our goal is to focus on God during the three days, we need to take our goal off our TV series. <laughs> um, our commitment to our social time. And we need to consecrate that time unto God. But it's normal to go to bed early when you fast. And I just want, especially for those of you that are, that are not veterans in fasting, <laughs> um, just know that you're going to be quite tired um, by early evening already. Uh, so it's normal to go to bed early. It, uh, it's normal to, um, to have a bad breath. And luckily in lockdown, you're not spending a lot of time with other people except over your screen time. Um, and uh, you're actually blessing people to abstain from.
from their presence okay uh, it feels your brain is going to fall out and uh, that you're not as sharp as you should be and i always hear i'm just waiting for the excuses to come especially on the second day people i'm um, saying oh my blood sugar is so low and you know my head is is aching so much it really feels like it's going to fall out um, i can't think straight at work um, you can do it i promise you i've um, through uh, every year just um, fasting numerous times you know i've been in situations where the most toughest um, uh, focus times was in fasting time and then I just need to ask God to give me the grace to have a clear head and to focus on what is important and sometimes there's headaches because some of us drink too much coffee and you know uh, stuff that we must um, be cleansed from anyway you feel like breaking down sometimes apologizing even to your family because of your short-temperedness I know it's difficult it's not easy but you will be stunned to know how quickly you will respond to the word while fi um, fasting you need prayer in this time of um, of fasting which means that you must even ask other people to pray for you to be strong people that are not fasting in this case go and ask your mom <laughs> you know your dad even uh, somebody that you know loves you to uh, to pray for you so that you will be able to even stay accountable in this fast time and i want to make it clear again it's not a challenge to see who can hold out the longest <laughs> it's it's not a challenge to see who can be the best suffer freaks <laughs> it's a time of consecration and so fourthly fasting increases our sense of humility and dependence on god god i need you and i long for you i want to come into your presence i want to see those breakthroughs i want to ask you to to send your angels concerning my circumstances god there's a humility within me a, a, a humbleness to admit that without you i can't do anything I uh, am declaring that um, I'm dependent on you and you alone. And so as we pray, uh, we become more sharper in hearing God. So I will be brought into full submission to God's will in my life. The most sacred place to be at is at the feet of Jesus. At the place where I become so weak that I need to admit that I need him desperately. My desire is to be fully committed to Him. No matter what my desires are in, um, in the natural, only Your will be done, Lord. Um, I want to bow before You. I want to ask You to reveal Your heart to me. And so, in a time of great economic crisis in Israel, we read what was the answer um, to them. Joel 1 verse 14 says, Consecrate a fast. Call a sol solemn assembly. Gather the elders and all the inhabitants of the land to the house of the Lord your God and cry out to the Lord. Joel 2 verse 12. 
Yet even now, declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with fasting, with weeping, and with mourning. Fasting is biblical. Fasting is returning back to God. Joel 2 verse 15. Blow the trumpet in Zion. Consecrate a fast. Call a solemn assembly. Fasting, prepare your heart to hear from God. And fasting break you down to a place where you are willing to listen to God, where we increase our receptibility uh, by abstaining from food. And this is not a time where we abstain from computer or, you know, all kinds of um, things from our lives. And I know that many times we uh, commit ourselves to abstain only from something. This is not such a time. We are trusting God to stay without food, to shut our mouths and to allow Him to actually um, speak to us. So yes, for those of you that that really can't fast, I know that there's pregnant la ladies among us, there's people that... Um, that are physically just not able to to fast but but for those of us that can it's a time of consecration shut your mouth <laughs> make sure to not put any food in it um, for three days so that you will be able to uh, to consecrate yourself to god it's for a week of um, commitment uh, three days of commitment to god where your weakness shows that you need God. Number five, fasting stir our faith to see God's faithfulness. It stirs our faith. It, it makes us believe that whatever God promised, He's going to come and bring it to fulfillment. Matthew 17, 17 says, And Jesus answered, O faithless and twisted generation, how long am I to be with you? How long am I to bear with you? Bring him here to me. Matthew 17, 20, he said to them, because of your little faith, for truly I say to you, if you have faith like a grain of a mustard seed, you will say to the mountain, move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. Now, faithful, faithlessness is a disconnect from God. It's a disconnect from worshiping God, from even from church and um, and god's presence so it brings doubting in our lives and uh, we question why and um, and so we don't trust that god will come through for us and uh, and we fall into our perverse ways of connecting to the world while prayer connects us to god and fasting disconnects us from the world so where we are so involved in the world and the worldly things and, you know, I at a stage uh, at the end of last year, beginning this year, I felt, you know, I was so just um, obsessed with, uh, you know, the pol political climate that there was a stage where I said, God, I just want to fast for a few days um, and listening to the news just so that I can spend time with you and hear your voice concerning these things. Because then we have authority and power over the world. When we fast, we come to a place where it's not um, easy or, or fun, but it's powerful and it's worth it.
it brings complete victory in our lives and it's um dancing on the grave of our enemies and um and what they want to accomplish in our lives in our neighborhoods in our nation and so there's no partial victory there's only full victory or not and you and i in consecration ask god for the full victory complete victory over darkness our body our flesh our emotions our actions and then we see the big breakthrough Joel 2 verse 25 says, I will restore to your years that the swarming locusts have eaten, the hopper, the destroyer, and the cutter, my great army which I send among you. You shall eat in plenty and be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord your God who has dealt wondrously with you. My people shall never again be put to shame. Isaiah 58 verse 8 to 11, Then shall your light break forth like the dawn and your healing shall spring up speedily. Your righteousness shall go before you. The glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. Then you shall call and the Lord will answer. You shall cry and he will say, Here I am. If you take away the yoke from your midst, the pointing of the finger and the speaking of wickedness, if you pour yourself out for the hungry and satisfy the desire of the afflicted, then shall your light rise in the darkness and your gloom be as the noonday. The Lord will guide continually and satisfy your desire in scorched places and make you bone strong. You shall be like a watered garden, like a spring of water, whose waters do not fail. Now the promises that we see here that accompany fasting is breakthrough, healing, favor, protection direction provision these are the things that i trust for me and my family i'm trusting for this church i'm trusting for this nation that um, that i'm living in the united kingdom and that i trust for each one of us listening to uh, this morning god wants us to experience life in abundance and as we draw closer to him there's always a good outcome <laughs> There's always the blessing of, of His will that, that um, gets to fruition in and through our lives. And so, what do we focus on this week? You know, as I said, we trust God will this week start to, you know, just get up, prepare our hearts toward the harvest, to, uh, toward the breakthroughs that he's going to bring in people's lives to draw back to him you know there's so many people that desperately need him at this stage and we're going to trust god for the three days first day for our community for our neighborhood you're going to pray for the people that you at least know in your neighborhood and i know in um, our context here in the united kingdom we don't know our neighbors too well and maybe it's time to reach out to them maybe it's time to just be friendly and 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 give beautiful you know kind gestures toward your neighbors so that you can at least know their faces so that you can pray for them so that you can pray when you walk past their homes and you see their doors and and remember that blue door that black door that gray door (laughs) 
that's the place where I've seen this lady coming out. I'm going to pray for her. I'm going to trust God for a breakthrough. I'm going to trust that while I'm in this neighborhood, God's presence will be evident here. The second day we will be pre praying for the church. And when I say the church, our local church, that God will bless our local church to grow, to fulfill His promises for harvesters, for church planters, for worship leaders to come closer so that we can plant churches and reach out and, and see the United Kingdom, UK, um, uh, Europe, and even the nations get blessed through our efforts, through, through God's will being done for favor in our local church to the community, that people will reach out to the church, that we will be able to reach out to people and that we will find favor even in, in the leaders of our community to, toward our church. And so that we will have financial breakthrough and resources and buildings even uh, for our local church and churches that we will be planting so that God can bless us in our efforts. It's His vision. It's His calling upon us. It's His time to again assemble us for greatness, for a time such as this where He has placed us in this place for a reason, for family restoration um, in our church, that we will experience uh, a unity not just among us as members, but our families will experience unity and, and blessing. And then thirdly, on the third day, we're going to trust God for the nations, that God will really... Um, you know, help us to, to reach beyond ourselves. There's so many words that went out toward us as a church in the past as well. And we saw the ships coming into the harbors and um, with provision, but also, you know, ships going out with sons that's going to be sown into many nations that's going to experience the gospel going from the United Kingdom again. And we are trusting God that we will be a nation's church, that we will be able to reach every nation and tribe and, and celebrate their being here. And so on the third day, we will um, consecrate ourselves to pray for the nations. I want to ask you, as we keep on communicating to you this week as well, as you fast, know that things happen whenever you fast. Breakthrough comes whenever you consecrate yourself to God. Let this be a time when we're not just going to be glad to break the fast on Wednesday night together and, um, and say that we've done it, <laughs> but that we would see spiritual breakthroughs, promises from God, faith challenges within us, a cleansing of our hearts, a preparedness, that brings us to a place where we can deal with things that we've not even dealt before. And let us be a people consecrated to God. I'm looking forward to spending time with God these three days. I'm not looking up even to abstaining from food and drinking water only. I'm looking toward a special time with the King of all Kings. That's going to allow us to sit at his feet and he's going to reveal his heart to us. Let's pray together. Father, we thank you that we can fast this year. Only for three days, Father God.
um, just to again put ourselves our desires on the back burner so that we can desire you more and prioritize you more in our lives we thank you for the privilege father to to have a time such as this of consecration father we we ask that you will reveal your heart to us that you will give us favor as a community of believers father and that you will even bless us father god with the harvest to come in we pray for the harvesters that you'll send them to us father that we will be able to to reach the nations but oh god we mo most of all that we will experience your presence and your will to be done in our lives in jesus name amen thank you for joining us this morning uh, have a great week and let's trust God for beautiful things to happen as we fast and pray. Amen.